today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. You wait for it every week. It sends you into your week with a smile and 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 thoughtfulness. And also, you're Googling, where can I buy that thing that Adam just talked about? The segment brought to you by Vacuum Man Furnace and Duck Cleating. It's Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield. It's great to have you on again. How are you doing, man? I'm doing very well. Weather's getting better. I'm I'm enjoying yeah. life a lot better now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in top shape. Ready to roll. Now, let's talk about printers. Let's go there first. Uh, you know, with the one thing I noticed going into stores, I can't believe how cheap printers are. It's like that scene in The Wedding Singer when Glenn Goulia buys the CD player and he says, it only cost me $700. But printers used to be like, oh, God, college student, I can't afford it. You can get great printers now for like 90 bucks. But... The exposing of the port, if you will, is a problem for some and uh, and hackers. They can't just get into your computer. They can get into your printer. Yeah, the printers have opened up a big, big challenge. And a lot of enterprises, you know, we all get sort of complacent with how we set up printers in enterprise business, small business. It's so easy. It was so simple. Uh, you know, over the last three years, uh, Google Print, all you had to do is just find your printer, connect it to your router, and boom, you could print from anywhere, your phone, your laptop, your iPad, whatever. And the problem was is that, you know, a lot of people go to the store, buy the printer, plug it in, default ABC123, and they link it to their uh, router, which the router is connected to their computer. It's kind of like, uh, you know, the, the song about the body parts, you know, the, the printer's connected yeah. to the router and the router's... Uh, and so they have this whole issue where these printers have uh, open portals, and we we forgot about them. So many people are so go- are going into digital that they've left their printers on, and now hackers are able to use a port that's open that many people haven't spent the time to protect it behind a firewall. So the defaults are primarily uh, making it a very, very accessible. So if you've got a printer and you quickly set it up uh, and you kind of set it, forget it, you're probably very susceptible to a hacker loading malware or viruses on your system. Now, can they take information as well um, from from documents? Because the documents get scanned, as you said, they go from your phone, they go from your iPad. So, we could could we be talking banking info, tax info, receipts? Um, are those hackable for people? Only if the printers are holding a memory piece. So if you've, mm-hmm. you know, got yourself a, an old version of a Canon or a, a Panasonic where you used to lease them, where you said back in the day when we were university students, uh, you know, you could lease them per month back in those days. So if they have a memory on them, then they would be able to have a uh, uh, some susceptibility to being hacked. So that is true. But really the bigger issue is that port, all it is is think of it as a, a, as a door opening. Once they're inside, mm-hmm. they can be able to access you know, and so many of us are using uh, Google Home or using all these different services, uh, Alexa, if you will, and they may be protected, but this opening portal lets hackers go in and they could, for the answer of the question, they could monitor what's being sent. So it leaves that little bit of a think of it as someone looking through the glass wall and they'd be able to watch what's happening through your router uh, connected directly through the printer. That's that's where it sort of creates the, the biggest uh, problem. I mean, uh, yeah, Adam Oldfield bringing his tech talk today on 900 CHML. All right, best-selling book uh, of the week, and he did a big media tour for it, The Room Where It Happened, so that's former U.S. security advisor uh, John Bolton. Uh, He's easy. Look, some of Trump's people are hard to recognize, but this guy looks like a walrus, so it makes it a lot easier to... (laughs) 
to make sure, to make certain you just go hey you go into you know chapters socially distanced where's the book by the walrus looking guy i want to read all those juicy details but you know we've talked about music piracy for years right napster kazaa and you know i'll wash my hands clean we've all probably taken some music online at one point in time in our existence but i didn't know books were as readily available to be pirate pirated tell us about that well, I can tell you that it's not usually one of the things I talk about on Tech Talk is two things. One, books, and two, it's the number one downloaded item online on the dark web. But this one particularly got a lot of attention, and primarily because of all of the scrutiny of where it was in the, uh, the, the judicial system, uh, where, they were trying, where the Trump administration was trying to ban it mm-hmm. from being published. You just created a massive demand for this. So immediately the minute it was, it was available, uh, it more or less... That's where Amazon started as a book online system. It puts that to shame. So it is one of the most popular, like we're talking millions of books, 10 million book downloads on the dark web. So I know for the publisher, it's a bit of a, a, a kick in the, but in the end, it's also a popular note to fa- say that a lot of people really want to read this book or have access to it. So it's, uh, the dark web is uh, ripe and open if you use a BitTorrent, um, which is accessible, uh, easily accessible um it's the number one shared item right now on the dark web even more than most of the passwords that's been hacked from capital one so that speaks volumes about the demand for this book oh yeah yeah well yeah and two-stop shopping for uh for hackers they get the book and they get somebody's credit card details so they don't have to pay for it right (laughs) it comes it comes as a package it seems to yeah it's it's easy shopping online. So the dark web comes with a lot of benefits and, and, and perks, probably things we shouldn't be saying on, on the radio right now. But, but yes, it is available. You know, it's no lie. It the, is it is out there. The telecom companies call it bundling. So we'll leave it at that. It's uh, it's <laughs> you, you can do you can do some bundling. By the way, a segment brought to you by Vacuum Man Furnace and Duck Cleaning. We're talking to Adam Oldfield. So uh, I'm curious about this story. Siri can assist you if you're being pulled over it's a sign of the times we we you know and we watch police videos now and great that they're out there great that they're you know exposing things that shouldn't be happening when they are happening but i don't think we knew that we could we could have siri help us in terms of the audio and video but siri can well, and it's been around a while. It's really getting a lot of attention uh, currently with a, with a lot of the elements that are happening in the police forces where uh, it's an, it's actually an adaptable. You have to download it. It's in the app store. Uh, it's called Shortcuts is what it is. So if you really want this, you can go to your app store in your Apple uh, uh, iPhone, and it, and when you download it, it will integrate it with Siri. So what you all you have to do is, is say, hey, Siri, I'm being pulled over, uh, and certainly hope no one's listening on iPhone because I probably just turned it on. <laughs> and what that does is it turns on the actual uh, pauses incoming calls. It pauses your music, turns on the video on the camera and the audio. So it dims the brightness on the phone. So you can now uh, have a recorded uh, conversation, which you are entitled to have. Um, so when you're approached by a police officer for whatever reason, all you got to do is just say that to your iPhone and it will instantly turn it on and create that record. Uh, It also comes with a adaptable feature that if you've got a a paralegal uh, or a a traffic fighter or, you know, traffic uh, ticket fighter, uh, you can probably also include it going and sending a note or a text message to that person. So uh, it sends a text, dims your lights, uh, turns off your music and starts the camera and the audio. Makes me wonder, does anybody buy radar guns anymore? 
You remember though, what like the, like they were a big thing. You'd see them advertised in magazines. I remember a guy at work had one, tried to sell me his. Uh, like I, you know, it's those things where you plug them into your cigarette lighter and watch them, and they did actually work. They did, yeah. Mine was the Cobra three two six. I remember it being uh, adaptable, and they were, you know, they were illegal. You weren't allowed to have them technically, <laughs> and it was the first thing you saw when you drove into Canada that said, "Radars are not uh, uh, legal." Uh, you know, please disable them. <laughs> so, you know, again, yeah, the good old days of just hearing the three beeps and those lights yeah. are, are gone. Yeah, now you get to see a three D holographic image with your phone. Tells you, you know, what what the police officer's badge number is. It's seems to come with a lot of other bells and whistles with today's uh, uh, radar updates. Yeah, your friends would tell you, no, 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 the police have a detector so they can detect your detector. And I'm like, <laughs> can I get some kind of blocker so their detector can't get? And it's just, it becomes this giant chess game with these unseen cops that are trying to nail me for speeding, right? That's right, yeah. Wrapping aluminum foil over it didn't work <laughs> in any way. No, it got you some TV channels, audio in the car, but... <laughs> That was about it. All right, I want to wrap on on this Elon Musk story. Every time there's a news story about Elon Musk, it feels like, oh, goodness, what's he doing now? But the idea of high-speed Internet uh, for people in our country, especially in remote areas, we got a lot more people in remote areas that don't have high-speed Internet. And a lot of the premiers, especially during this COVID outbreak, have talked about the need to get Internet, especially because schools are going to need it in the fall. What's What's the concept of Elon Musk, and what does he want to try here? Well, right now there's over 10,000 satellites in the sky. Of those 10,000, a third of them are part of the SpaceX program. Uh, and with that, he's got the ability to use. Now, again, to be clear, what Elon Musk with SpaceX is offering is the capacity of providing downloaded. So remember, there's an upload and a download, just to be clear. So the download is what he's offering, and he needs to get, obviously, permission from the CRTC. Um, it's through a subsidy called Starlink, which is, if you hear that name in the future, it it is an Elon Musk uh, subsidiary company, which is part of their satellite systems. Um, and they hover above uh, our atmosphere. And in that, they're able to send high-speed downloads. And we're talking very, very quick downloads. Satellite download can get up to 10 to 50 uh, gigabytes mm-hmm. per second. That's huge. That's more than cable. Now, upload, it's slow as molasses. I mean, sending an email is just like, you know, poke your eyes out with a toothpick. But download is extremely fast. So why that's important is streaming would be good. Education from the purpose of getting information. If they wanted a Netflix binge up in uh, alert in the north, they could. So they're, uh, right now, Elon Musk has got a petition into the CRTC. He's, he's petitioning to try and offer... Uh, internet in those remote areas, and it would give them full capacity. I'm talking Yukon, Northwest Territories, none of it. Um, you know, high areas of, of, of Labrador in Newfoundland. These are areas where internet isn't even a thing. They hear about it. It's a rumor. And when they get their local weekly paper, they are told about this amazing thing called internet. It would be accessible to them. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see why this is interesting is two fronts. One, if he gets permission, it creates a whole dynamic of a new internet provider at a high speed and not just in northern area rural areas it will be available in obviously our urban areas and so now all of a sudden do we have a a satellite competition and if he gets his permission i'd be willing to bet that our other cable providers and fiber networks would be very very concerned so it's gonna and that's tough that's gonna be touchy because how do they fight this and say we don't agree with it and at the same time how do you control it it's gonna be it's gonna be a fight and i i'm excited to 
to see how the CRTC handles this. Yeah, it's got some fascinating uh, things to it. And I, and Adam, I think we should send all the NBA and NHL players to alert. I think that's where they should play their games. I, I don't know if that community wants it, but I don't want them walking around downtown here. We're trying to get better. I, I don't want this. Uh, so let's send them to alert. They won't want to go outside. They'll just stay in the in the motels. I hear it's 38 degrees up there now, so I don't know whether it's going to be actually a good call. You know, it might yeah. be warmer there than it would be here, actually, to be clear. They're hockey players. They, they're, they're from Dryden and Thunder Bay and Flin Flon. They'll, you know, they'll be, they'll be just, just fine. Loved having you on, and we'll talk next Friday. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much. I got take it. Care. Tech Talk with uh, Adam Oldfield. Lots of stuff there. Lots of things to, uh, to chew on. That's brought to you by Vacuum and Furnace and Duck Clinic. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.